Hello, love, and welcome to Heart and Womb, a podcast for women's wellness and wisdom. I am your host, Jessa Rose, and today it's episode six. And I'm like, oh my God, it's episode six, which means that, yeah, this has been happening for over a month, and I'm so excited to be able to drop in with you in this way each and every week. And so today, I really wanted to drop into something that is such an essential and important topic for us to talk about as women, which is why is it just so hard for us to rest? And so I'll start this off with my own story around rest, which is basically that I never really learned how, you know, we don't see rest mirrored anywhere around us. And My parents both worked really hard and my mom worked about three or four times as hard as my dad. And so I never learned that women should take time to rest. You know, my mom was a full-time chemistry professor. She taught, she had graduate students. She was doing all those things. She was always also working in other places and doing other things for the university You know, then she was very active. She raised me in the UU church, which if you know what a UU church is, it's like hippie church. She was always very active. She taught Sunday school, um, which was so much fun to have her always there with us. And, you know, she was always working. And then she still made time to go to yoga. I mean, my mom has been doing yoga regularly since she was really young, like since she was six years old. And even the whole time I was growing up, she was going to yoga two or three times a week, like And this is on top of also cooking and cleaning and doing those things. Like, yes, my dad did contribute to a decent amount of the cooking, but my mom was always cooking, cleaning, laundry, all the things, and writing big research proposals and doing all this work outside of work. Like, even when she was at home, she was often still busy. And I love my mom. And my mom even sometimes listens to this podcast. So, hi, mom. And I appreciate all of the things that she taught me because she taught me so much. And, you know, she taught me how to enjoy nature. She taught me the love of the feminine and what even like the feminine mysticism really is. And um, yeah, but one thing I don't think I learned from anywhere was really how to effectively rest unless you were sick. Um, You know, my dad, honestly, he didn't really rest very much. He rested a lot but he is also an alcoholic. So his rest looked like drinking and watching TV. And I think that this just brings up a really important conversation about what is rest really, as well as why is it so hard to rest? So I think we all know why it is actually so hard for us to rest, at least on the surface level. Rest isn't supported culturally. We're in a culture that we have to work a lot to kind of survive and live, which is not normal. Um, We were not designed to work 40-hour work weeks. That's been very clear. Um, That's really not, was ever even a thing in history. People, you know, they reflect upon um, past civilizations and indigenous cultures, and they're like, oh, well, they must have been like working 40 hours a week and doing all this stuff and to like survive. And I'm like, yes, they were. And There are also studies that show that active food gathering was about two to three hours of every day. And then the rest of the day was spent in community doing tasks and different things together. And I'm like, that doesn't really sound like a 40 hour work week to me. It sounds 
you know, still like work, but in a very, very, very different way, much more embodied and community centered. And so the reason that we just kind of want to drop in and talk about this is because not only do we have all these cultural narratives around rest in general, like our, our entire society is built on productivity, constant, continual productivity, working the same year round. As women, it's also a completely different conversation because, you know, in the last 50, 60, 70 years, right? We've also taken on a lot more roles as women. You know, we have left the household and, but we also didn't leave the household. It's like, oh, we, we just got another set of tasks. Not only do we have, you know, to take care of the household and manage these things. And sometimes we have amazing partners like I do who really, we split all the tasks. There is not the same expectation of, oh, the woman takes care of the household and the man works. It's no, we're both doing all the things. And so I so appreciate having a partner that has that with me, but that's definitely not the norm. And so as women, we are so overloaded with way too many tasks and too many responsibilities. And it is just something that really needs to be spoken to. So we're speaking to it. And there's the reality of then when we get the opportunities to rest, we simply don't know how to, you know, what are we kind of taught that rest looks like culturally? Like just come up with an image in your mind. Like when I come up with the cultural image, I'm like, okay, it's a woman at a spa. She's got cucumbers on her eyes. Someone's doing her toes and she's got her hair wrapped up in a towel and she's wearing like a bathrobe. And like that can be a form of rest, right? But for some of us, that's not accessible. And if that's our only what rest looks like, like, well, then we probably can't access it very often. And so some of you maybe had some different other options, like, you know, or things that came up in your mind of like what rest looks like. And the reality is, is a lot of us, when we're resting still in our culture, we're not really resting. Like, what does a night down look like? Oh, it looks like watching TV, like, you know, finding all these new things on Netflix. It's like, that's not necessarily resting. It's like you're checking out of your mind and your body is laying still. But that's not like a deep restorative, like restorative rest. And so this is a really important thing to talk about, you know, also in all of our downtimes and those little moments and, you know, gaps in the day, right? We're not really resting when we pick up our phones and we scroll. Like that's not rest. It's just checking out. And so that's one of the important pieces and conversations that I always, always love to have around resting with all of my clients is what is really restorative for you? And how can you find that place of rest in yourself? And so, you know, right here and now, I really want to encourage you to begin to reflect on what practices are truly restorative for you that you could do in both short periods of time, like just a minute or two. What are practices that you could do in like 15 minutes? What are some practices that you could do longer, like an hour? And then what are your true like deep I'm in self-care retreat weekend practices? And I actually find that it's really helpful to write these down and list them out clearly. And so I wanted to share with you some of my practices and some of the kind of practices and suggestions, places that we can start for your list, because once you have this list, you can refer to it in those times where you're like, oh my God, I just want to check out instead. It's like, oh, but you can remember 
I can do something that's even better for myself. And then I can come use Instagram or watch something when I'm actually ready to actually engage with the world, to engage with the content I'm taking in. You know, I do not like completely say, oh, like never watch anything on Netflix or don't look at Instagram. I, I'm like, I love Bridgerton, but I don't watch Bridgerton to check out. I watch Bridgerton when I'm like, oh my God, I want to be so in this world right now. And I'm like, just so excited to be there. And I'm like, oh, Anthony and Kate's love story. I'm like, yes. But there's a difference between watching it to check out, right? And then watching it being like so fully immersed and engaged in our, in this reality that we're, you know, stepping into by watching TV or same with our phones, right? Like we can watch it, you know, scroll, look and check out and go from thing to thing and be like, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Or we can be like, oh my God, this is so cool. Oh my God, this is so cool. Oh my God, this woman is saying something that's like life changing right now. Oh my God, I can't believe I get to connect with these people. Oh my God, look at this amazing otter. That's what's on my Instagram right now um these days lots of otters and bunnies um and puppies um and um but yeah so I really want to talk about this because I'm not trying to say that those things can't be woven into our lives and there's not a place for them because there is a place for essentially enjoying technology and the things that it does offer us um in moderation but what I want to talk about today is how to consciously support your resting process So let's get back to those lists that we were making. So in my list, right, you know, in just a couple minutes, what can I do? Okay, you can play, I'm like, I can play one song and dance to it. And even if the song is active, sometimes that is just still so restful for me to get in my body. It's replenishing to get the energy and the motion moving in my body. I can also just lay down on the ground for a minute or sit down and just take a few breaths, no technology, no phone in hand. And those are probably my favorite simple little practices. I would say the last little practice too is an orienting practice, which is a nervous system regulation practice, which simply involves looking all around the room and the space that you're in and really, or, you know, if you're outside, it doesn't matter, just looking around and letting your nervous system really orient to where you're at and like really look at the space you're in. And those are like my kind of really like two minute practices things that are five minutes. It's like, could be a longer song, a couple songs to move the body to for me. Um, also really, you know, just doing five minutes of stretching or just five minutes of simple movement, swaying, shaking, any of these simple little practices to get back into our bodies can be so restful. And a five minute lay down, it's like, oh, we have all these ideas, like how complicated rest has to be, or we have to take this nap, or it has to be this like complicated practice. Like I think we overcomplicate things all the time. And it's like, never, ever, ever let perfect be the enemy of good, first of all. And the most simple ritual that we can do is simply coming in contact with ourselves. And so that's really what these restorative practices are all about, is it's coming back to our bodies, checking in, breathing, letting our energy flow, our blood circulate, And that is real rest, right? It is real rest whenever we are connected to ourselves and it's not overly stimulating. Like that would be my definition of what a restful practice is. You know, sometimes also in those shorter practices, I will just go for a walk around the block. Like it does not have to be a long walk. I love my long walks. Everyone who knows me knows I love my long walks. Um, I joke with my partner all the time. I'm like, gotta take the dog for a walk, but jokes that I'm the dog um, because that's, I just take myself for a walk. Um, when I get a dog one day, I'll definitely walk the dog a lot, but 
the reality is, is you can just walk around the block. And for me, that takes about five minutes. And then for longer practices, you know, like 15 minutes, like I love doing a 15 to 20 minute yoga nature practice. That is one of my absolute favorite things. Um, Also just a longer playlist of music, dancing, or just doing a short yoga flow. Those are some of the most essential practices that I find, Um, or, you know, just kind of getting outside, going on a little bit of a longer walk. You know me, I'm always usually barefoot outside too, if I can be. And so just coming into contact with the earth, getting the sun on our skin, these simple little things can be such important rest. And then we have our longer practices, right? So for me, my longer restful practices, well, I would say the the most important one actually could be done shorter too, but um, I love to give myself a longer breast massage, but a breast massage practice could also be five minutes and that can be so restful and restorative as well. Um, it is, you know, it, what it is, is it's stimulating our oxytocin. So of course we're getting a lot more rest and juiciness. Oxytocin is the antidote to stress. You know, some other practices can be an abdominal massage. That is probably my favorite way to rest as well as yoni steaming and breast massage, yoni steaming, abdominal massage, as well as doing our own pelvic bowl and pelvic care work for ourselves. These are kind of like the four pieces that I think are so essential for every woman to have in their toolkit. And they're the things that I teach every single one of my one-to-one clients because these are restful self-care practices that are so deeply nourishing. And then the last piece is just the reminder that there's all these things that we can do that are still restful and we can simply just lay down, lay down and do nothing for five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, just to lay down and do absolutely nothing. When was the last time that you did that? I'll answer that too. I think mine was three days ago. But yes, when was the last time that you laid down and did absolutely nothing? And that is really, really, really a great question because we need this rest. We need this restoration, rest and restoration. It's like, this is so important for our health physiologically, right? We, we kind of all know that even in our heads, even if we don't live it, we, we know that. And this rest, right? Though this comes back to also like, what does it mean to be cyclical and to even seasonal if you're no longer, you know, actively cycling, right? It's like, And for those of us who are actively cycling, like menstrual cycles, it's like, well, being seasonal is also very important, right? Like the fields lie fallow in winter, like the fields rest, like even, you know, for, let's bring this to like modern farming, right? What is the biggest problem with modern farming is that they continually plant the same crops in the same soil without replenishing it. And therefore all of our food has like a significantly lower amount of nutrients than it did 50 years ago. And this is a huge problem, right? Because we're getting so many less minerals and that is something that we so truly need from our food. And that's because they're not letting the fields lie fallow and regenerate. It's simply producing, 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 producing. And so this is why actually regenerative farming is so, so, so important, but it's also like, how can we regenerative farm in our lives? And that means letting things lie dormant, letting things rest like the natural world rests in winter because then from there we can step forth anew. We can step forth with so much more creativity, intuition, wisdom, direction, potency, passion, 
all of the things that we want so much in our lives are actually so deeply related to our ability to rest. You know, I work with a lot of women around the issues of, you know, not feeling created, not feeling connected to your inner voice, not being able to bring through your passions. And well, the first place we start is like, okay, well, we got to start resting. We got to start resting so that you can come alive again, resting, bringing yourself deeply in contact with yourself. And then from that place, once you're like so full, so full, rested, replenished, then you can naturally overflow out into the world. And then you're truly giving from a place and just showing up to life from a place that is just so aligned and supportive and flowing outwards. Uh, so I love rest. If you can't tell, it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. And it's it's just, you know, uh, yeah, it's rest. It's rest. And it's so, so beautiful. And so what there's so much actually more I could say about this, but my intention this week was to just kind of, you know, I really am trying to keep these podcast episodes around 20 minutes or less. And so I just want to leave this with you for a little invitation for right now. So what can you start doing right now in your life? And well, when this podcast is being released, so this podcast is set to be released on the 26th of January. Okay. And so in this time of year, we are in deep winter. So in both the Chinese and Celtic cosmological traditions, we actually say that winter starts with the beginning of November or so, like around Samhain time. And that's when the energy of winter comes in. And so it's the energy of winter and it still kind of looks like fall outside, right? Physical is fall. And then with solstice, we really hit winter energy with winter out around us, right? It's like, oh yeah, everything got cold. It got snowy. There was all these things. Like it really became true winter. And so right now we are in true, true, true winter. But next week we are going to start to shift right? We are going to start to shift with Imolk. Imolk is the Celtic celebration of spring, which is, you know, on February 1st. And in Chinese medicine, we, you know, we celebrate um, in Chinese cosmology overall, it's not just in Chinese medicine. Um, we celebrate with the Lunar New Year, um, but we say, you know, it, it Lunar New Year this year is on Saturday the 10th, but it kind of starts coming in on the 4th. So it's once again, around that same time, the beginning of February is the beginning of spring energy. So right now, from this date of this podcast, um, that it's coming to you on the 26th, you have a week left of deep rest time. And so I encourage you, how can you rest so deeply this week? How can you just be like, okay, I'll put this off until when spring comes, which is next week. I will just take this time. I will rest. I will have nourishing, slow evenings, nourishing, slow mornings, just taking every moment of every day to be as restful as possible because rest can be simple, right? It can be even simpler than the list that we made. Rest can just be a breath and a sigh. That is probably actually my favorite rest practice. It's just a deep breath <sighs> with a good sigh and an open mouth exhale. And that is truly all that we need to really find this, this, new frequency of rest within ourselves and to find it multiple times every day, no matter where we're at in our cycles, not only for our physical health, but to deeply support our intuition, our creativity, and the full expression of who we are, because that's why we're here, right? And that's all I want in this world is to witness the full expression of all the amazing women 
around me and all the amazing women I have not met yet because we all are so creative and we all have so much to share with the world. It just needs to come out and it starts with our rest. And so with that, I am just sending you a huge hug. And as always, you know, this podcast is unedited. So it's a reminder. You are perfect exactly as you are, and you do not need to edit yourself in any way. And for me, this has been such a liberation and it has been so, so, so supportive to hear from you how much that this part of it being unedited has touched you. And that it's just like, um, I had someone DM me today. It was just like, oh, it's just like you're sitting in the room with me. And I'm like, yes, because I am. I'm here with you. And so really feel that I am here with you. And we are just perfectly and perfectly perfect together. Okay. And so with that, I have hit my 20 minute mark and I am just going to simply sign off today. I have nothing to offer beyond this. Um, I am still in my deep resting before some really, really big, exciting things are coming this year. And so with that, I'll leave you with a little bit of intrigue and mystery as we step forth into this week of deep, 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 deep rest. I truly wish that for you. And don't remember, don't forget, don't remember, (laughs) don't forget. You can always keep resting when spring comes too, because spring comes in slowly and it's just the energy. The reason I'm just sharing this as an invitation is so that you can just deepen and truly drink up this inner winter energy even deeper into your whole body and let it so deeply feed and nourish you um, for the year ahead. Okay, with that, my love, I will see you next week. Be well until then.